Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Taproom Sports Wagers, brought to you by Tavour. Want free craft beer delivered straight to your front door? It's easy. Go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code Taproom for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Lats, here as always with my partner in crime, Mr. Big Ballin' Ben Larson. What's going on tonight, Ben? Not much, man. Great baseball game. Got uh, got a meeting in the works for something new next week, which is, uh, is going to be a ton of fun. Um, nice, nice. In, in collaboration with uh, some people that we've done some things before. So yes, yeah, can't uh, can't complain too much, and uh, enjoying a nice uh, glass of of uh, some rye whiskey. So it's a, it's a good cliffhanger right there, Ben. There we go, good cliffhanger. I like it. Um, yeah, man. I'm. I know you didn't ask me how I am, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I didn't today. <laughs> My bad. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, postseason baseball is upon us, Ben. Had Red Sox money line tonight. Called it on Taproom Sports Podcast. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. Spraying the money gun around all day. Uh, but, man, postseason baseball, baby. Yep. Postseason oh, yeah. baseball. Love, Love it. it. And I see you're drinking some whiskey. You talked mm-hmm. about a little bit. What are you <laughs> sipping on, man? So I'm drinking one uh, out of your state. Um, so Ooh. it's a uh, Frey Ranch out of Nevada. Um, so they're from Fallon, Nevada, which uh, I just had to look up where that is. And it's a uh, it's a little bit east of uh, Reno and Carson City, but um, great uh, great distillery. Um, one that uh, my homie and your homie uh, as well, Michael uh, Mikey Peartree, um, has uh, kind of. Uh, put onto us and put us on too. Um, so Frey Ranch, it's got an amazing bottle, which I think is a, a big part of kind of what pulled me to it initially. Um, but they just make some great, great whiskey. Um, so this is the straight rye. This is coming in at hundred proof. Um, so it's a, a decent, decent glass. Um, cool thing about it is they do all of their, they get all their grains, uh, all their malts uh, from like their land. They've grown it all. Um, they've kind of built it up through a couple generations and everything is from the source. So um, great kind of, uh, you know, farm That's to distillery. Dope. Yep. They do a non-chilled filter, which I, to be honest, have no idea what it is, but it works because it tastes <laughs> amazing. So 
It's crazy because Ben was telling me uh, that he he showed me the bottle before we started recording and said it was for Carson City. I had no idea where Carson City was, and I live in Nevada. <laughs> it's it's not from Carson City. It's from Fallon. So it's it's kind of north to south. To it. It's right in the middle of where Reno and Carson City is, but it's it's east, like I'd say, maybe a half hour, hour. So not too far, but... In the it, middle of nowhere, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Welcome to Nevada, dude. Yeah. It's basically Nevada, dude. You, you basically have three cities and then everything in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and two of them are right next to each other. Well, I'm sipping so. on a beer from a brewery in Nevada, Tanaya okay. Creek. Oh, Tanaya. Okay. Uh, I'm sipping on a, a Pilsner, Pilsner from Tanaya tonight. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, man, but let's let's hop into it. So we're going to be talking some Major League Baseball playoffs. Obviously, we only have one game today on Wednesday. We wanted to talk about the Thursday game, too, but the White Sox have not announced a pitcher, and I am personally not even confident enough to put my name out to handicap a game based on who I think will start, which is Lance Lynn, but I don't know. We don't know enough, so mm-hmm. we're not going to handicap that game today. We're literally just going to spend all this time on the Cardinals and Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, we, we have the, the individual lines of what they're opened at. So we can just take a quick, like, who are you going to take for these two? We have it for, for both Thursday games, Chicago, Houston, and Boston, Tampa Bay. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we won't be di- diving into these. That's for sure. Yeah. We'll spend a couple of quick minutes. I do want to ask you a little bit about, you know, your thoughts on what happened tonight in the AL wildcard game between the Red Sox and the Yankees. Cause you know, I picked the Red Sox to win. I thought they were going to win. My handicap was all based around Garrett Cole's bad performances historically in Fenway park, especially this season. And Nathan Eovaldi, you know, other than one start, he was lights out against the Yankees all season. It just so happens that the last start he had against them was bad. Yep. And I thought the market showed that they were putting a little too much into what happened last time. And they were kind of disregarding everything that happened to Garrett Cole by the Red Sox previously. Well, I, think, I think the big thing that was, you know, what was driving a lot of people's bets were just the way that they had gone those games. Cause uh, Yankees won 10 out of the 19, right? They were 10 and nine. Oh, in the, series. the Red Sox. Were Red 10 Sox. And nine. Okay. Um, but if you look at how those wins were distributed, the Red Sox took like six or seven of those wins from the get-go, the, you know, at the start of the year when the Yankees were just absolutely horrible. And then the Yankees had won the last six or seven, you know, games that they had faced, you know, here at the end of the year. So that was a big part of where, you know, what I based my betting on. Did I think that that Boston was going to put up six? No, no way at all, especially with the way that their bats have been playing these last, you know, couple of weeks. So, you know, that Devers surprised has, me. Devers was, has been red hot. He's been hotter than any, arguably any hitter in baseball the last week in baseball. Yeah. And then uh, Martinez being out, like I thought that was, uh, that was going to be kind of a, a, a big hit for them. And they didn't, and it didn't, really hurt them at all yeah but on the flip side missing dj dj lemayhu who is normally the yankees leadoff hitter he's arguably their best contact hitter having him out of the lineup i would say that's a i would say that's a bigger miss in the red sox missing jd martinez 
Yeah. And they, I'd got, say, they got downplayed, dude. They got downplayed a lot. I'd say offensively, I'd, I'd miss, and defensively, I'd miss Martinez, you know, over LeMahieu. DJ LeMahieu plays center infield, though, and that's what the Yankees LeMahieu suck plays at the first, most. And that's where Rizzo took over. Nah, he plays second, third, shortstop most of the time. He switches yeah. off between the three. Okay, well, if you put him at second, that would be at Glaber, uh, Glaber Torres, who was over four tonight. <laughs> yeah, shortstop. He it was sucks, dude. Michello was one for three. The biggest problem with the Yankees, though, is that defensively at shortstop, they're not very good because Glaber Torres is probably their best offensive infielder, other than DJ LeMahieu. But like, he is defensively so bad. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you a hot take right now, Ben. Very hot, very much hot take right here. The Yankees will sign Carlos Correa or Marcus Simeon to a massive deal in the offseason or Trevor Story. All three of those guys are free agents. Yeah. Uh, Simeon's going to be interesting. I think he'd like to stay in Toronto, but I don't think Toronto can afford him. Nah, they can afford him. They just got to be careful with how long they give him because they're going to have. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. come up soon. Yep. And well, Bobachet too. But luckily yeah. they're under club control for like four more years. So really they'll, be, they'll yeah, they'll get arbitration, but they only get like, you know, this year the first year they're up for arbitration, they'll probably get like eight, ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. And then after that is when it's gonna um yeah. get interesting. The problem with Toronto is they need pitching, dude. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? But the Yankees, you know, they're willing to spend as much money as possible. And Absolutely. so the Red Sox have some money to spend this offseason, too. So it could be interesting. Yep. There, there are some big names on the free agent market this winter. But we'll talk about that later when we get into <laughs> baseball offseason. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that on Tapper. Let's hop into uh, – oh, before before we do hop into this Cardinals-Dodgers game, I did want – I did want to uh, – just throw it out there, Ben, and get your opinion on this, that, you know, Alex Rodriguez during the broadcast, he made a great point. He said, you know, what worries me about the Yankees or the reason why they're losing this game basically is because they walk or they get home runs or they strike out. Like there's no in-between except for a few players. Aaron Mm -hmm. Judge, Stanton has been hot, but that's usually how he is too. Yeah. And he's like, those kind of teams, it's tough to win in the postseason because you're going up against the best pitchers. They don't really walk anybody. And tonight, the Yankees were the first team in Major League Baseball history to strike out 10 times and have zero walks in a game in a postseason game. So, like, what does that make you think about going forward with your with your handicapping these playoff games? I mean. It's definitely something that we have to take into consideration. Um, you know, it's, you know, we gotta, we gotta think about them going down from, you know, five starters down to three, um, which is going to mean the relief pitching is going to go at least up a little bit. Um, so, you know, maybe some of these numbers that we see for, you know, regular season relief, we, we kind of deflate a little bit. Um, but you know, it's it it is a deflate or inflate because if you look at a team like let's say the Chicago White Sox, for example, 
they have a nasty one, two, three in their bullpen with um, Kopich, uh, Kimbrell, and then Liam Hendricks, right? So now mm. you cut down two of their starters and you're going to be able to, they're really going to be able to shorten the game from like the fifth to the end of the game. Yeah. Right? So I because think they have deflate, those three guys. You deflate those numbers because you have those starters who can go in for a game or an inning or two and kind of set things up for the back end. Are you saying, are you saying, are you saying deflate? The, the I'm sorry. We'll, we'll go lower. Okay. 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 All right. So yeah. we were, we we're saying the same thing. Just, yeah. I was thinking inflate as in the numbers will get better. Okay. Whereas you're thinking inflate as the numbers will get grow, bigger. expand. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah, so we are on the right train of thought. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. All right, so let's hop into this first game. We got the St. Louis Cardinals. They're sending Adam Wainwright to the mound. This is the NL wild card, by the way. Yep. Dodger Stadium, 5.10 p.m. Pacific, Wednesday. Adam Wainwright, Los, uh, St. Louis, I almost said Las Vegas. St. Louis Cardinals, Adam Wainwright, Dodger Stadium. He will be facing Max Scherzer of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Adam Wainwright is 17-7, Ben, 3.05 ERA. Max Scherzer, 15-4 with a 2.46 ERA. However, with the Dodgers, 7-0, 1.98 ERA. All right. Yep. St. Louis, underdog, plus 200. LA, minus one, 220 on the money line right now. Over, under, sitting at 7.5. What's your thoughts on this? I mean, I definitely lean, uh, you know, lean LA here. Um, you know, they, they definitely have the better team on paper. They definitely have the better numbers, um, both I'd say offensively and defensively, um, No Max Muncy, Ben, no Max Muncy. Yeah, definitely. is going to be a big hit for LA there. Um, He's kind of stunk it up the last month though. Yep. Uh, so they'll probably put who at first, are they just going to have Pujols? Either pools, so they move Bellinger, and then they put Gavin, Gavin Lux, Lux in the in the outfield. Yeah, because yeah, Bellinger so... he came up as a first baseman, like that's his, mm-hmm. you know, outfield first base is like his what he does. Gavin Lux is he uh, is he still questionable? Because I know he ran into the wall really hard, and uh, didn't play since. He is Gavin Lux expected to be available Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, because of his neck issue. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I think they can take that hit, um, you know, for, for Muncie. I know they haven't put Muncie on the 10-day, but, you know, we, we were talking about this before. He was in sweats during practice today. He had a, his arm in a sling. Like, he's, he's not playing for at least a few days, um, probably into the next series if they win this game. Um, so, I mean, I still think L.A. takes this one. Um, you know, you look at Wainwright, you look at Scherzer. Um, Wainwright's only pitched, th- and this is just for this year. I'm going to let you get into kind of the deeper, his deeper numbers against L.A. But just this year, he's only got one start. That was on September 8th, so fairly recently. Um, St. Louis won 5-4. to four. Wainwright went eight and a third inning, seven hits, four runs. We look at Scherzer. Scherzer's pitched against St. Louis twice this year. I think only twice. Uh, the first time he pitched six innings, four hits, zero earned. Second time, eight innings, six hits, one earned. Sorry, one run, no earned. Oh, when was this? 
the recent most recent was September 6th, which is a 5-1 Dodgers win. Eight innings, six hits, one run, zero earned. And then yeah, he's he also, only had one start against the Dodgers this season. He Scherzer is pitching against St. Louis. Oh, yes. okay. Um, and he did pitch twice against the Dodgers too. Um, but St. Louis Adam Wainwright? In, no. We already went through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Scherzer. You're talking about Scherzer against I'm talking uh, about Scherzer. Okay, yeah, yeah. Scherzer versus St. Louis. So first time back in April, April 21st. Um, again, not with the, the Dodgers, but six innings, four hits, no runs. And then he also pitched in September with the Dodgers, eight innings, six hits, one one run, zero earned. Right. 13 strikeouts, no walks. Yeah. So, so he's, he's been lights out against them this year. Yeah, lights out. I would take first five. I mean, in both situations, I would take first five under. Um, I would take Dodgers money line. Um, I don't I don't have enough confidence to put it on run line. Maybe first five run line, but see, I think that's the only value. Yeah, you definitely don't have value at taking uh taking St. Um, LA because right that's now, ben, minus 220 to 230. Depending on where you go. Right now, 65% of tickets on Cardinals money line because that's the only value on the money line. 61% of tickets on Dodgers run line because that's the only value. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're getting good value on that run line. Uh, One and a half, minus one and a half is sitting at minus 110. So bet your your money, bet your 100 bucks, get – you know, 105 to 107 back. So, sorry, bet 107, uh, 105 to 107, and get 100. My bad. What if we take Cardinals plus a half a run first five? The way that Scherzer has pitched, I'd go the opposite direction. I'd go minus yeah, but half a run. Okay, but the Dodgers' offense hasn't been necessarily lighting the world on fire. Then you don't have Max Muncie. So, you know, they throw pool holes out yeah, but there. Max, well, Max Muncie is not a. He was there. He's like their NL. He's like top five MVP. Last three games in October, LA was, they were batting 299. They bat 247 in September. You look at St. Louis, last three games of October was batting 250. September 264. So they average themselves about out batting wise. Yeah. But even Man, then, Muncie was think, having a good like end of the year, but for the month of September, he was down definitely. But he, you know, the last seven days at the end of the season, he was batting 300, OPS 958. September, though, not as good. September, September he struggled a little bit. Uh, batting average went down to 216. August was 189. So, I mean, he really had like a bad couple of months until he got into the last seven days, basically. Yeah. And who were they playing? San Diego and Milwaukee. Okay. Milwaukee's that's right. one they of the best teams. They ended with Milwaukee. So, I mean, it is, it was, it's uh, a loss, the... dude. Re- regardless of how you want to play it, True. whether because the Dodgers are deep, dude. That was the reason why. Yep. They're still the World Series favorite is because they have the depth. Yeah, I don't know whether we at this point we don't know whether they play 
Pujols at first, whether they bring Bellinger to first base, put Gavin Lux out there, because either way, Bellinger, Pujols, they've both been dog shit all season. Yeah. How's Lux been this year? Lux has been great. Uh, has he, though? Yeah. Gavin Lux. Pulling him up right now. Sorry. Don't have everything on deck right away. 2021. He's batting 242 for the whole season. Slugging 364. OPS is 692. So he hasn't been great. He's been decent. Yeah. But he's been better than fucking Bellinger. (laughs) True. I will not. I will not disagree with that. I'm trying to get his splits here. Bellinger? No. Lux. All right, we need to pull up Bellinger's too because he's that last he has seven not days been good this season. Lux was batting 167 last two weeks, 269, and last 28 days, 360. So he had a good little sprint, a little spurt, at least two weeks out of that. Damn, Bellinger, the last 14 days hitting 308, OPS 846. On the season, though, he's hitting 165 with an OPS of 542, dog. 350 plate appearances, 350 at-bats, batting average of 165, on-base percentage of 240, dude. I mean, that's, like, way below average. I think another thing we have to look at, too, is the average. I was just looking at this. Both of these are right-handed pitchers. You look at the way Cardinals have been pitching against righties. They're batting... 240 compared to 256 against lefties. And then you look at the Dodgers who are batting 245 and then 243 against lefties. So not great, which makes me kind of lean towards that first five under. Yeah. I probably like that first five under. I'd probably play the under for the whole game, to be honest, too. Seven and a half. Yeah, it's tough, dude. It's definitely a tough number. I don't love it. I don't love it. it, But I wouldn't play the over. Because, I mean, tonight we had a game go 6-1. to And the over-under was 8. 6-2. No, the the Yankees only scored one run. The judge got thrown out at home. When did they score a run again? Uh, top of the ninth, top of the sixth, and top of the ninth. Oh, Rizzo homer to right, and then Stanton homer to right. So, I mean, eight to two push, or six to two push. Like, I lean the under here. I would not play the over on this game at I'm all. Not, I'm not going to bet it. Yeah. I, I, if I was going to make a bet it, but... on the over-under, it would be seven and a half. It would be under seven and a half. Yeah, I do like that first five, though, under yeah, four. I like the first five under four. And I also like uh, – I probably take the Cardinals plus a half a run. This game could very well be 0-0 zero, zero in the top five, dude. Same the and other the... way. I think you take the Dodgers minus a half a run just with the way that um, Wainwright has pitched against them this year. And that was only, what, two weeks ago? How did Muncie hit off him in that game? Let's find that out. That'll tell us a lot. That was September 
eighth. Paul, am I pulling it up? Uh, yeah, I thought you were. All right, hold on. Let me pull up the game log here. Game logs, 2021, Adam Wainwright. To go September 8th. September, September 8th. 8th, he bat. He bat 257. Muncie Slugging. had he had a home run though. <laughs> Two hits, a, home run, yeah. Home run, RBI. They only scored four runs and he had a quarter of their production there. But we do know that he's not going going to go eight and eight. And well, what we do he know is if you look at the players that hit him in this game, Max Muncie, Corey Seager, um Trey Turner is Trey Turner a switch batter? Is he right-handed? I don't think he's a switch. Nah, he's right. So he's right-handed. So, I mean, Betts right-handed batter hit him. Muncie hit him. So yeah, Turner Seager hit him. Hit him. No, Turner hit him one time, and the that start that we're talking about right now. Really, the only only the top the of the lineup was three. 320. No, because he had four at bats and only had one hit. Maybe that's where he was at for the Dodgers for the year. Maybe. Max Muncy had four at bats, two hits. Betts had four at bats, two hits. Seager had. That's not even off um, Wainwright, though. That's just off the. uh... Yeah, but Wainwright pitched eight and a third. Oh, yeah. So he definitely. No, he pitched. Oh, yeah, he did pitch eight and a third, you're right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, man. So, I mean, look at dude. Only the top of the lineup did any damage to him, dude. No one else yeah. even had a hit, dude. Will Smith, zero hits. Chris Taylor, zero. Pujols, zero. Bellinger, zero. So. All their pitchers there, yeah. They, and they, the Dodgers only scored one run off, off of him. So. Two runs. I like. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, one run. Yeah. Oh, yeah, two runs, one in the six. I'm talking first five, though. Yeah. So maybe we do take Cardinals plus a half a run, Ben. Well, yeah, but that was that was against Mitch White. Micah White. But, yeah, you're right. Or Mitch White, you're right. All right, so let's take uh, – I think you and I can do a shot bet off of that uh... – off of that first five. because uh, I kind of like Dodgers minus a half a run now, but we can think about it. I just okay, I, let's, go the, well let's go to the game this, like, one, okay, one, let's go to the zero, game log. Okay, let's go to the game log versus uh Max Scherzer for September 6th. Let's see how St. Louis hit off of him. Dodgers game loss. It was a 5-1 win to the Dodgers. Cardinals scored in the sixth, one run in the sixth inning. They had six hits the whole night, and there was an error. September 6th. St. Louis. Goldschmidt was the only one who hit him. Oh, no. Sorry. 
Goldschmidt was three for four, so hit him well. Cardinals had more hits. They just didn't score runs. Yep. So that's an issue. Yeah, because there were 13 strikeouts. 14 strikeouts. Yeah, a lot of swing and miss there. Um, so Goldschmidt hit. He was three for four. Edmund was two for four. And Soso was one for four. Other than that, nobody else hit. Carlson, O'Neill, Carpenter, Bader. Yeah, I mean, dude, Kinzer. I don't love the Cardinals lineup, bro, by any stretch of the imagination. Nope. But the Dodgers, too, at the same time, like they're they're a little banged up. And then you're relying on a Cody Bellinger who's batting 195, Albert Pujols who's not batting great this season. Well, but I, I, the more I do think about this, I do like the Dodgers minus a half a run first five. I do think that will get solid value out of that. Um, yeah, honestly, I might be the only bet I would take in this game. <laughs> and okay. under the first five. Yeah, I like that first five under four. Um, we can also look at team totals. Cardinals are sitting at two and a half. Over under two and a half. Vic on that is over minus 135, under plus 105. I mean, Those the over are... would be the conventional bet. So, like, you would think three runs is, like, whatever. But, I mean, this is a one-game winner-take-all. So, the Dodgers can literally throw fucking Scherzer out there. And then they can throw Walker Bueller if they wanted to. I mean, it's a winner-take-all game. Yeah. Like, they have to win. So they're not going to, like, just... And then Urshela. <laughs> Who? Uh, Dodgers? I mean, the Dodgers, their bullpen definitely isn't great, but, I mean, they're they not can, shitty by any stretch of the imagination. They can pitch all their, their starters, though. They won't play until Thursday, so they'll all have at least a day. You mean Urias? Uh, Urias, yeah, sorry. Where is Urshela? Um, He's why the did I... third baseman that we were talking about earlier. Okay, that's why, yeah. I mean, my mind. I would lean Dodgers minus one and a half here, too, on the run line. I think that's a solid bet, too. I would lean it. I would definitely lean it. Um, I don't love it, but I'd lean it. It also does worry me a little bit that Scherzer hasn't been great in his last couple of starts. Scherzer has not been great in his last two starts. <laughs> One was at Colorado, though, so that's understandable. 8.71 ERA, though, bro. Yeah, five runs against San Diego and five and a third, and then five runs against Colorado and five. But then the five starts before that, he, you know, put bagels up. So in – Seven innings, eight innings, eight innings, six innings. Like, I could very well see this being uh, what if he becomes like a shootout almost? I mean, that's not how they've played all eat. Like, no, it's not. And both these offensive year. offenses are a little uh, shaky at best yep. so far. LA is averaging in their last three, LA is averaging four runs, St. Louis is averaging. Three, if you look at their last 10 matchups, LA 5.5, St. Louis 2.2. They just don't hit well against LA. 
All right, so let's say so. I definitely think Dodgers. I, honestly, the more I think about it, Ben, the more I'm more comfortable with taking Dodgers minus one and a half than I am the first five. Because Scherzer hasn't been great, and Wainwright hasn't been great against the Dodgers. If you look at all the LA's wins recently, 10 to 3 against Milwaukee, 8 to 3, 8 to 6. Then they go to San Diego, 8 to 3, 11 to 9, 2 to 1. Okay, that's the only one. Well, and then they have a loss against Arizona, but 3 to 0, 4 to 2, 7 to 5. Like they're winning games by, by runs. What's Adam Wainwright's? Has he pitched at Dodger Stadium this year? Versus LA. He has not pitched no. at Dodger Stadium this year. What's his career in Dodger Stadium? Let's see that. Because, you know, Garrett Cole been bad against at Fenway Park in his career. And like that shit really, I mean, it ha- every time he pitches there, like he get, he gives up three runs or more. Dunk. All right, let's see. Adam Wainwright career at Dodger Stadium. I mean, this it's hard to look at his career though because he's pitched for so long. Though. He's pitched since like two thousand five. We have it by yearly numbers though, right? Or is no, it only just, have his, at, just like only one have his career. I would love to break down by the year. I'm, I mean, career against the Dodgers, he has 17 starts. He's 7-5, and 2.66 ERA. I mean, the Dodgers have been good for, like, 12 years. So Yeah. He does pitch well there. Maybe we do just take the first five under and then take Dodgers minus one and a half, Ben. Because this is a playoff game. Wainwright's a seasoned pitcher. He knows what he's doing. He showed all year he's still consistent, you know, 3.05 ERA. He has kind of tailed off here at the end of the season, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I still like that that minus half, half run. I think they'll take the first half of the game as well as the second half. So I'm right, going to still bet that, but we don't have to have that as our best bet. That's that's fine. If you're not comfortable with that, then we don't take it as a best bet. I do like you know, that one. I don't and a half hate well. it. I don't hate it. I just. I like the minus one and a half better than I like the minus half minus a half. Yeah. No, and that's and that's good. We don't have to make it one of our best bets. I would also lean under first five. Yeah, I I do like that. I think that's my best bet of the day. All right. Under four first five. Let's rewind. Let's recap. So we like under first five. Four runs. Yep. We also like the Dodgers minus a half a run first five, and we like the Dodgers minus one and a half runs first five. Yep. And and that's more of me liking that minus a half run, and you leaning it. So just, yeah, just for everybody out there. Yep. So what's your best bet, Ben? That first five under four. I do like that. Again, two yeah, great I think- pitchers. I don't think they're going to go as deep as they've gone in the past. Um, because it's you know one little you know because it's such a high 
high profile, high risk game, one little error is going to, you know, get them, them pulled. So. Agreed. I like the first five under four as well. I think that is a pretty low number. I think that, um, but these two pitchers very well seasoned, like you said, they have the experience. Both are going to be dialed in. I believe both historically good against these two teams as well. Yep. So I like it. I yep. like it. First five under four. First five under four. We're both taking that as our best bet. Oh yeah. How's that whiskey been? It's good, man. Um, Frey Ranch is one of my my favorite distilleries out of the West Coast here. Um, and I guess it's since 1854, but they definitely haven't haven't been bottling and distributing. Um, <laughs> you know, the like they have the last maybe two to five years. So, you know, kind of a, a newer, newer in the sense of getting their name out there. Um, and I mean, they're up there with uh, another Vegas one that's kind of my, you know, favorite small distillery, and that's a um, smoke wagon. So, so. They, uh, Nevada's uh, doing their doing their shit right right now in the uh, the whiskey and bourbon game. So Nevada doing their shit right. Take it your uh, Tanaya was uh, quality. Tanaya quality as always. Yeah. Um. You know, always gotta give a shout out to Tanaya Creek Brewing mm-hmm. Company. Uh, for Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson, I'm Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Lats. Make sure to catch us on APR this Thursday we preview and pick every single game against the spread we are all over 500 for the last two weeks we're almost over 500 for the whole season Ben gotta catch up a little bit I can't get out of 500 though which is it's true fucking insane but tap in because we have some great bets on there talk to a lot of great handicapping on NFL football you can catch me and Ben also on Taproom Sports Podcast every single Monday morning for your daily commute or your Monday commute, I should say. You can listen to us on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, though. Uh, I do have a question go. for you before uh, before we go. Yeah. How do you feel about tomorrow's game, the uh, you know the, the Cardinals and the Dodgers being potentially the last wild card single game kind of matchup? I mean, I like it. I don't. I mean, I like the single game wild card. I think it's cool, but I also think that giving a team one game after playing 162 kind of sucks. Like, yeah, it's weak. I, uh, I can't I wait think, for. I can't wait for a three game series. I think, yeah, I think a three game series like you get you dictate who the better team actually is because yeah. you could be a dog shit team with like an ace dude, like a Degrom, for example. Mm-hmm. And then you line him up against, and it's like, all right, yeah, every fifth day when he pitches, you win regardless. Yep. That's where the postseason, you know, it kind of wheezes out. And I think the regular season does too. The regular season, you know, if we're not going to, if we're going to have a one game wild card, we might as well just eliminate the wild card and make it the next best team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yep. no, I think it's great. I like the three game series, dude. Yep. And it that. gives a, it gives the teams who won the division a, a small short break before kind of you know could be a bad thing though division. to be honest. That's true. That's true. 
there's it's tough to say whether that's a good thing or a bad thing unless you have like a significant injury true Make sure to go to Tavour or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. Tap in this week. Uh, should be coming out tomorrow. Raider Eddie and the Taproom Sports Fantasy Podcast. We will see y'all on APR on Thursday. Let's go. Since I